Well, it's what the Reserve Bank of Australia wanted, but will it have the desired effect? For the first time in two years, the unemployment rate has just risen above 4%, with data out today putting the jobless figure at 4.1%. Joe Masters is the Chief Economist at Baron Joey. Uh, Joe, is this a result of the Reserve Bank's rapid interest rate hikes? Can we be certain about that or, or not? It's not just a reflection of rate hikes. Um, now, as you said, we do hike rates to try and slow the economy and bring it back into a better balance. Um, but it's also a reflection of uh, behaviour by companies, what they're seeing on demand, and also rapid rising wages and attempts to try and control costs as well. So there's a whole heap of things here happening, but we are seeing the labour market slow. So that means employment growth slows and unemployment goes up and also underemployment goes up. And and that's people who have a job but would like and are available to work more hours. Of course, the Treasurer, Jim Chalmers, is one to say that uh, even with this slight increase uh, in the figures today, that it's still at historic lows. What sort of impact is this going to have on the rest of the economy, do you think? Well, the labour market is one of the last things in the economy to adjust. Um, so we know that the economy is slowing and now we're starting to see it in the labour market. Um, and obviously that will have a big impact on households in particular, not just whether you have a job or not. Um, obviously, if you lose a job, that can be catastrophic to, um, you know, your livelihood. Um, but also this concept of underemployment, as I said, people that want to work more hours. What we've seen in the last couple of years when the economy has been running very, very hot and consumers have been facing high inflation, cost of living pressures, is they've been able to offset some of that by working more hours. Now, that might mean you pick up an extra shift or you do a little bit of overtime or perhaps a partner that wasn't working gets a job. And in working more hours, you've been able to boost your income. That ability to do that is starting to slow. And we're actually seeing the average number of hours worked by both part-time people, but also full-time people start to decline. Um, so it, it has an important role into uh, income for households. Is it a bit like a whiff of wood smoke uh, as autumn approaches? There's a bit of a seasonal change in quality to this because obviously people are really only just getting started in their work years if they've taken off school holidays, if they've got kids, for, ex uh, for example. My question is, is there a sort of seasonal aspect to this? So a lot of the economic data we have has seasonality. Uh, you just described it in the labour market, but we see it in retail sales as well, for example, where people don't spend as much in October and they wait for Black Friday sales or they uh, don't, uh, you know, they wait for Boxing Day sales, for example. Um, and what we're finding at the moment across a whole heap of economic data that we've got is our ability to adjust for that has been weakened because of the pandemic. So in economics, we, we do a seasonal analysis, which is a fancy way of saying we look at those normal seasonal patterns and we adjust for it. But of course, in lockdown, lots of odd things happened and we had really big changes in the economy. I mean, we put the economy into deep freeze. We locked people at home and they couldn't get out and spend. Um, and so our ability to, to sort of look through that isn't as clear and good as it is normally. Um, now, we do know this data was for January. We do know that Australians are taking more annual leave in January. So that impacts the number of hours that you worked. You still counted 
as employed, but you're not working as many hours. We also know, interestingly, that more people are leaving a job in December and not starting it until February. So taking a longer break between jobs at this time of year. And, and that's having an impact as well. But the reality is, if we step back, Andy, and we don't just look at this single piece of data for January, we are seeing a slowdown in the labour market anyway. Um, if we look at the three months to January, for example, we had um, 3,000 jobs created in the economy. If we look at the three months to November, there were 41,000 jobs created. So okay. the, it is slowing. Yeah. I mean, when you think about it, we've been saying for months now that it's amazing we've dodged a recession so far. But, ha but have we really? What are the indicators that you'd be looking for? Yeah, it's an interesting question. Um, we use the word recession, but it means different things to different people and there's different definitions of it. So in economics, we have a very technical definition, which is two consecutive quarters of economic contraction. Now, we haven't even had one in Australia. Partly the economy's done a bit better than people thought, but more importantly, because population growth was so strong. Net overseas migration was over 500,000 people in the year to July 2023. It was almost double what we thought it would be. And so that's helped avoid this technical recession. But if we look at GDP per capita, so that's economic activity per person in the country, another way to think about that is your um, standard of living, then we are in a recession. And people actually feel the economy in a per capita sense, right? Um, what is happening to me? Um, and so that's why a lot of people are telling us they're really hurting, even though we technically haven't had a recession on that very narrow definition. Just lastly, uh, the RBA last week left interest rates on hold 4.35%. What do you think uh, might be the next move? What's your forecast for the next rates decision? Yeah, we think the next move is down, but not anytime soon. Uh, we think the RBA has done enough. As I said, the economy is slowing. We are seeing inflation start to come down. The labour market's easing. But inflation is still high. And so we still need to get more balance between supply and demand in the economy. Uh, we've got our first rate cut in August. And then quite a slow cutting cycle from there. But look, hopefully in the second half of this year, households will feel some relief as inflation comes down, tax cuts come through, and then we get interest rate cuts as well. Joe Masters is the Chief Economist at Baron Joey. Good to talk to you. Good afternoon to you. ABCRN helps you understand the world. Find more of our stories on the ABC Listen app.